Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. I want to welcome you guys to this week's episode of The Faithful Servant. And I want to open up with just kind of a personal story to kind of uh, move into what we're going to talk about. So this last Friday, um, I took some time and dealing with my anxiety that was going on inside of me, you know, I went out to Chalco Park and this is where I just kind of try to find peace and I try to experience God there. And I experienced God in a lot of different places, but at this one place at Chalco Park, there's this bench that sits right next to the lake and I find it just so peaceful. So last Friday I went there and I found myself just kind of overwhelmed with my anxiety. And I got to this bench and, you know, I, I, I sat down and I tried to do what my therapist has asked me to do is just be still and try to meditate. And so I sat there and immediately thoughts started coming into my head and I, you know, I'm looking at myself going, this is not going to be easy for me. And so I found something off in the distance that I could just fixate my eyes on. And I found the stillness that I wanted to experience though it didn't last as long as I had hoped, I was able to experience God in a very profound way. And immediately I just kind of felt calm. My mind wasn't racing anymore and it just felt at peace. And so Friday night came and there was this opportunity to uh, go bowling with a group that I belong to on Facebook, but really don't know anyone. And I took a step out of my comfort zone and decided to go bowling with this group. Um, that is the one of the most uncomfortable things for me. I, I'm kind of an introvert. I, I keep to myself a lot. And here I am going, you know what, I, I need to take a step out. Kind of like I did at the park. I needed to step out of my comfort zone and do something that I might struggle with. And it turned out to be another God experience 
where I got to know two people really well. And they took interest in getting to know me as well. And it's, it, it, by stepping out, it just provided me comfort and peace that one, I can do this. Like I always had the fear of it's really hard for me to meet new people. It's hard for me to let my walls down and allow people to get to know me because I don't want to be hurt anymore. And so I put these walls up and here I am going, I don't know how to do this, but I'm going to take that step. And then church comes on Sunday and I'm sitting in church and there's the pastor's talking about anxiety. Uh, of course, that's the topic. Here I am for the last couple of weeks, been dealing with my anxiety and overthinking. And, and here's God saying yet again to me, do not be anxious about anything. And when the pastor read that verse in the Bible, I immediately just started crying. I looked down and underneath where I was sitting, there were tears on the ground. And in that moment, I just was so overwhelmed with God's presence and I was actually calm even though I was crying because I knew that God was for me. That it was okay to step out of my comfort zone, step out from all of my fears, step out from all of my doubts and find contentment, peace and joy in the circumstances that I'm going through because God is for me. So that leads me to this week's talk. Who out there that is listening in struggles with negative thoughts? You know, I can't do this. It seems so daunting. I can't do this. My past tells me it's going to fail. I can't do this for fear of others hurting me. I'm sure you might be out there like me and sometimes find yourself in those thoughts. So my question today is, how do we transform the mind to be able to say, I can? How do we step out of our comfort zone and take that leap and say, I can? Because I contend if we can get our mind set to that, God will show up, bring people into your life that you need, bring peace into your life that you so desperately want. So how do we get there? I want to look at Paul from the New Testament. Here is a man who 
by all circumstances of what he had to deal with, should have had the I can't attitude every single day. From the minute he gave his life over to follow Jesus, he was betrayed, he was jailed, he was beaten, and yet he persevered with an attitude of always saying, I can. So you might ask, well, if we look at Paul, how much can one man take? How much can you take before you give up? So let's start with reading this passage that I'm sure many out there have heard before. It's from Philippians 4. We're going to start at 11 and go through 13. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what is it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And I'm sure we've all heard that I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. That's easier said than done, though. And just like the passage that the pastor preached, do not be anxious about anyone, anything, Paul writes. Again, it's something easier said than done. Because we still have these negative thoughts that run wild in our head. And I'm going to break it down into two areas where I firmly believe that negative thoughts come from. Number one, my needs are not being met. And those negative thoughts that when those needs that we feel that we have inside of us aren't being met, we start to question if we're ever going to make it. But God, if I don't have this, how am I going to be successful? How am I going to live a life that I, you know, deserve or X, Y, Z go down the list? Do I, am I going to have enough food? Am I going to have shelter? The second area is my wants are not being met. And when our wants aren't being met, oftentimes if you're like me, I feel like I'm a failure in life. Well, that didn't work out. I must have been a failure in that. And those th negative thoughts continue to run and continue to run and continue to run in us. And sometimes we get confused of what is a need and what is a want. We might need to have cable, TV, but more times than not, it's a want.
So are you content and at peace with those things? Like Paul says, I have found contentment. I know what being hungry is like. I know what being well-fed was like. And no matter the circumstance, I was content. And I'm not going to sit here and tell anyone that that transformation of the mind is easy because it's something that I struggle with almost on a daily basis. I have to be committed to making sure that I change my thought process, that I'm committed to thinking a certain way. It takes a lot of time and it takes being committed to change. But I promise your mind will start to be filled with gratitude and an I can mindset like Paul talked about. So here are the three things that I kind of wrote down that have helped me in changing my attitude on a daily basis. And like I said, there's going to be days that it's a struggle. It's an up and down journey. It's never flatlined or constantly growing towards, you know, a perfect life. I sat down and wrote on Saturday, I am statements who I am in God. So that I can start having more of a positive outlook on who I am. I'm courageous. I'm strong. I'm forgiven. I'm passionate. I'm a thinker, sometimes an overthinker. But what it does is it creates identity inside of me of who I am. And when I have that identity inside me, it gives me kind of comfort. It gives me confidence. It gives me that calm, that peace to know that God created me this way. And how would we feel if we just have a sense of who we are? Like Paul knew who he was. And he never backed down from that. And that's why he had that contentment, that confidence to be able to face any challenge is because he knew who he was. And he knew who he, his life was for. So I, I would challenge you right now as you're listening to, you know, take out a notepad and try to self-identify who you are. Kind of like we talked about last week with loving yourself is, you know, here is another aspect of loving yourself of identifying who you are. So take some time to really see who you are in God's eyes. Number two, take an honest look at what your needs and your wants really are. 
And I would challenge you to really focus in on what God's desires, what God's needs are for you, what God's wants are for you. And you're probably asking me, well, how do I know that? And until this last weekend, I really wouldn't be able to tell you that answer. But as I was sitting alongside the lake at Chalco Park on this bench, it became really clear to me. When it comes to knowing what God wants for me, it's dependent on where I'm living at. Am I living in faith or am I living in fear? See, when I'm living in fear, all of my doubts of if my needs are being met, if my wants are being met, that's where those live. And I know the God that I love, the God that I serve is a God that is not fearful of anything. So when I live in my fear, that's not what God has for me. But then over here, if I'm, if I'm calm, if I'm living in faith, trusting that God is for me, I'm calm. I'm at peace with things. And that's where I find those things that I desire in life. I'm confident that they will happen because I trust that my God is for me and my faith tells me so. So if you're finding yourself, you know, living in fear, try to step out of that. and dive into having faith in God. And he'll give you the desires of your hearts. There you will find that contentment that Paul talked about in the things that are needed and the things that he wants. Number three, don't give up. The world may tell you, move on. It'd be easier for you. And I've heard that over the last few weeks from people and when it comes down to it when I'm living in faith when I'm calm filled with joy I do not have a I give up attitude I have a perseverance heart 
I have a heart that's going to pursue what's for me. Even though it's hard, even though it, that it may just some days just downright suck, I can't give up. Because it's worth too much to give up. So when you're sitting there during those bad days of trying to get rid of your negative thoughts and you're living with that anxiety, try to remember what you're going for. And ask yourself, how much is it worth? Because even Paul wrote about this. And I go back to how I, Paul's life was after he decided to make that decision to follow Jesus. He was beaten. He was jailed. Most of the books that he wrote in the New Testament were from a jail cell. And yet he endured. He never gave up. And like verse 13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So don't give up. If you're seeking God and your desires of your heart are such that you can sit there and say it's worth too much, then don't give up. Because God will give you that strength. God will pull you through those hard days. So today and moving forward, start with writing your I am statements. Start with an I can attitude, knowing that you have a God that is for you. So seek him knowing he will give you what you need and what you desire. With him by your side, you will live a life filled with joy and peace, no matter the circumstance before you. Because you will have that I can attitude that Paul speaks about. And I promise you, with that transformation in your mind, in your heart, and in your soul, with all of your strength, you will hear the words at the end of the day, well done, my faithful servant. <laughs>